Yes, it's a Saturday morning breakfast. You're right here on Lagos Talks 91.3. Welcome back to the program. This is a segment we call The Conversation, where we get involved in uh, activities and talk about, uh, you know, what is good, what is bad, what happened during the week. How was your week? Uh, mine was uh, totally engaging. Uh, mine was one that I'm still yet to recover from because, you know, when you look at events that happen and you look at uh, how things are panning out, the unimaginable, it's uh, happening. You, well, let's not talk about that for now. But this week has been a, a week of roller coaster. So many activities politically, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, some are good, like it is, some are bad, some are ugly. A lot of it are unexpected. And uh, the defections, the decamping, the recamping, the activities that followed. Uh, citizens taking sides, take, citizens taking up uh, that position on what they believe in, on who they believe in. As of today, it is so unclear who the next, uh, should I say, uh, president or presidential candidate will be for any of the parties be it uh, APC or the PDP, at least the two leading parties. It's so unclear who the presidential candidates will be. But one thing is sure, 2023 election is coming up and how prepared are you? These are questions that we are asking ourselves this beautiful uh, morning. So to that effect, uh, we're talking and we have guests with us in the studio who assist us in analyzing what uh, went down this week and what to look forward to uh so that we can make some sense out of this and uh, probably get better prepared for election 2023 joining me all the way from kano is dr mustafa uh mohammed mustafa yahaya who is uh the head of um is the executive chairman or secretary of the dispute Res- resolution and development initiative right there in Kano is joining us virtually. Good morning, Dr. Mustafa. How are you doing, sir? Good morning, our listeners. How are you? We're doing fine in Kano. And you? How is Lagos today? Well, Lagos is good. Lagos is heated. Lagos <laughs> is politically charged. <laughs> exactly, like every other part of the country. Exactly, that's it. And of course, we have uh, our usual, uh, you know, analyst right here with us. He's in Abuja today. But it's made our time to join us in the person of Mr. Kulilawal, Executive Chairman or Secretary for the Electoral Executive Director, Electoral College Nigeria. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Kaudi, and it's a pleasure to be speaking here from Abuja. And um, I noticed you're in the political party mode. You called me a secretary and chairman before you called me director. <laughs> you, 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 you can imagine. <laughs> Good day to Dr. Mohamed Mustafa. Too. Hey, my, my brother, it's a pleasure uh, hearing from you. <laughs> well, we all are in, a, should I say, party political mood right now. And, uh, well, let's see which sense we can make out of uh, what has been happening in Nigeria. Um, let me ask you, let me start with you, Dr. Mustafa uh, Yahaya. Okay, how would you prefer I called you? Dr. Mustafa, Dr. Mohammed, Dr. Yahaya? Just call me Mustafa. Mustafa, all right, great. So, mm-hmm. Mustafa, from your experience, years of analyzing and reviewing political uh, activities, how would you describe this week? Well, this week is very, let me use the word used by pilots. It's very turbulent. <laughs> <laughs> it's very turbulent in the sense that there's uh, a lot of camping and the camping, mm. capitating, you know, uh, a lot of political gimmick. Mm. Uh, to the essence that you realize that the, the, polit- the desperation of the political class or political elite Mm. to 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 be empowered by all means they are, they are willing to sacrifice time energy resources money okay. everything and uh, this will show you that uh, unlike the second republic first republic and second republic why is this uh, politics of uh, interest there's policies politics of uh, uh uh how do i call it uh 
politics with, uh, with, with, with conscience. There's a politics with principles. Now, if you look at the politics of the there's no principle. Hmm. The same set of people in PDP are the same set of people in APC. So there's no difference between irrespective of their political manifesto, political party constitution, but they are the same people. They are the same people when the party when their party lose power, mm-hmm. they cross capital or they come to other uh, party. Mm. Now I, I remember when APC won election in 2015, most of the big wigs from PDP start to they come to APC. Now, when they, they discover that uh, their interests probably may not be achieved, probably yes. the government of the day they have some uh, anointed candidate or aspirant. Mm. Now they are the camping back to uh, PDP and from PDP <laughs> when they discover that even the party leadership, they have their anointed candidate or mm. they have their interest. Now they are the camping to other smaller parties trying to put alliances and other things. Mm. They will show you that the political elite, the political class uh, uh, are not, uh, they don't have principles in the politicking on political. And it's not about the common man now. Okay. It's about it's about people. It's about them. Now, the other issue, which is of concern, was that the nature of the politicking now, you yes. discover that is the same right from uh, 79, 80, 82, before the Buhari coup. Okay. It's the same set of people rotating the power within themselves. Okay. It's the same set of class of people, you know. Now, as some of them are, are aging, now they are bringing their children. Hmm. They are anointed their children. Take example of Jigawa, where Sulelamido anointed his son, who is barely not more than 38. Okay. This is a guy that has never worked in anywhere, neither in a company, neither in the mm-hmm. government. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. He have never been even a councillor and, and took place of uh, chairman, local government, uh, 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 local house of I mean, house of assembly yeah. or rep or senate. Now he's going last election to contested uh, for uh, senator, and senator is where we believe okay. an elderly so, mature responsible. All right. So, so, so we'll, we'll come back to the full analysis. You've just given us anointing their anointing yeah. their children. Now is telling you that the policy is becoming a family uh, appearance. Appear, yes. Okay, so that is your analysis of the week. Um, we'll take a short break. I wanted both of you to analyze this, but I see that you're giving us a very thorough analysis for us to think through, and that is good. Now, we will take a short break. When we come back from this break, I'd like to hear from you, Kulilawal, how you would describe this, uh, you know, this week. How has the week been for you? Listeners, this is The Conversation on Lagos Talks, that 1.3 FM. We're taking a short break. When we get back, we will continue our conversation on politics. You know, the road to election 2023, the road to conventions and primaries. Stick and stay with us. We will be right back. Saturday morning breakfast show. Three Invest invites you to the 10th edition of Real Estate Unite Conference, Exhibition and Awards, scheduled to hold on May the 30th to the 31st at the Eco Convention Center, Lagos. Theme, Towards a Sustainable Culture. By 2050, two-thirds of us will live in cities. Rising sea levels will erase more cities. Therefore, for inclusive economic growth and shared prosperity, the built environment must plan, design, and manage more resilient and sustainable communities. Be part of the gathering of over a thousand active real estate companies and stakeholders as we meet, learn, and address the global challenges and encourage the built environment in Africa to embrace climate tech, sustainability, and ESG standards and help the UN achieve the sustainable development goals relating to the built sector. To register, visit www.realestateunite.com. Real Estate Unite, the largest real estate event in Africa. You need money, rent money, business money, rent money, school fees money, rent money, anything money, rent money, house rent money, rent money, money to hold money, rent money, you want to invest your money, rent money, anything money, rent money. 
for personal or business loans or to earn great interest on your savings, visit rentmoney.com or call 0700-5500. Need money? Rent money. Three Invest invites you to the 10th edition of Real Estate Unite Conference Exhibition and Awards, scheduled to hold on May the 30th to the 31st at the Eco Convention Center, Lagos. Theme towards its sustainable culture. By 2050, two-thirds of us will live in cities. Rising sea levels will erase more cities. Therefore, for inclusive economic growth and shared prosperity, the built environment must plan, design, and manage more resilient and sustainable communities. Be part of the gathering of over a thousand active real estate companies and stakeholders as we meet, learn, and address the global challenges and encourage the built environment in Africa to embrace climate tech, sustainability, and ESG standards and help the UN achieve the sustainable development goals relating to the built sector. To register, visit www.realestateunite.com. Real Estate Unite, the largest real estate event in Africa. What would your Sunday mornings look like without a moment to reflect and recharge? An outlet to just be thankful and grateful. How about some insightful conversations about life? Or perhaps you just want to have your spirit uplifted. Tune in in for Kel Kel on Sunday from 6 a.m. till noon right here on Lagos Talks 91.3. He says it as it is. No filter, no chill. Hello, my country people. She's the nice one. Always trying to keep him out of trouble. (laughs) Oh, no, don't say that. These two are on a mission to be the voice of the people. Lagos, are you ready? The Big Bird has landed. This national and Nicola Okuti. And I'm Ifunanya. Join us every Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon on our brand new show. If I open this my mouth, eh, all table scatter. Father, help us all. Talk to Shemkuti and Ify on The People's Perspective every Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon on Lagos Talks 91.3. The revolution is here. We are Lagos Talks 91.3. Let's talk. Saturday morning breakfast show. This is Street Talk on Lagos Talks 91.3. Hi, good afternoon. My name is Chilima. I'm a brand manager for a sports company. Um, my dream for Nigeria. Apparently, at this stage of my life, there isn't anything to be happy about, especially when it comes to the government of Nigeria. Because right now, Nigeria do not have a leadership, and it's appalling. It's shameful. It's something we cannot boast about. We can't talk about, even in the face of people from smaller countries. Yeah, we could. We keep boasting that we are giant of Africa, but really. I don't think we're there. I think we've lost all those glory. The last Pan-African summit that was that was organized, Nigeria candidate wasn't there. We were absent, and that's a big disgrace on us. Street Talk on Lagos Talks 91.3. Saturday morning breakfast show. Saturday morning breakfast show. Bringing the world to you. This is Lagos Talks 91.3. All right, yeah, this is Lagos Talks 91.3 FM, and the program is The Conversation right here on Lagos Talks 91.3 FM. I have uh, my two guests from Kano, Dr. Mohamed Mustafa Yaya and uh, Mr. Kulilawa from Abuja. And now I have my other guest in the studio, in the person of uh, Mr. Mustafa Moshud Adekunle. He is the state chairman of the People's Redemption Party. Good morning, sir. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning, sir. How are you? How are your family? Well, we're doing well. And uh, the most important family right now is the political family. So <laughs> that's what we'll, we'll be talking about. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So having said that, let's get into the conversation. And uh, we're, let me come back to you, Kule Lawal. And how would you describe this week? Politically. Uh, well, um, I'd like to add first that um, with, with things happening, the first shocking thing came yesterday evening for me, which I feel was the most shocking thing to happen, and that that was the 
the seven days given extra for primaries and other parties to sort themselves. Mm. And this is because of other high-handed statements INEC had made and strict uh, strict uh, attention to deadlines yeah. and uh, a lot of things. Yes, um, also delegates have been having a ball um, in Abuja and um, you need to see there is no hotel in Abuja right now mm. seeing the PDP primaries. Um, you pay tad and a a tooth and a nail to get get one. Um, a lot of things are going on. Um, the PDP, of course, cannot postpone its primaries, as it seems, because already we have prepared for it today. Um, a lot of things uh, have happened. You know, that Peter will be moving to the Labour Party, which was mm. expected, considering he couldn't make it in the in the PDP. He mm. probably wouldn't have won that primaries. He was not ready to play money politics. Right. Um, a lot of losses across board. The issues with Bank EW as regards PDP. Mm. He won here, he didn't win here. An issue with the national factions. Yeah. Um, across the APC, people who um, who have paid delegates. A funny case in Kaduna where someone paid uh, delegates uh, 76 million. I think um, that's Namaji Sambo's son. Okay. And um, he went on a rampage to retrieve his money, which we kind of find, found funny. And there was, I think after that happened, uh, yesterday in Ondo, a senator was contesting a gubernatorial loss, mm. and he retrieved the cars that he, he gave out to party leaders. Oh, uh, I think if they didn't vote for you, I think it's becoming <laughs> a trend. Considering how rich um, delegates are, you need to see the way dollars are flying across. Fly okay. All right. So, Fashion. Okay, so, so uh, it, it, it's 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 quite a funny week. Uh, um, there were a lot of losses. Um, I'm very very much concerned with um, Cross River State. I must add this here, and um, the present APC woman leader, uh, Betha Adu, is from is from uh, Cross River. Yeah. And you need to see what happened to women in primaries in the APC in Cross River. There were women that were beaten because they were running for office. There were oh. women that were warned by state chairman not to participate. And there were women that, you know, were totally pushed out of primaries. Considering they have a woman leader coming from there, I feel she's totally incompetent. And, and the fact that her state is being, you know, women are being pressured in Cross River is totally injurious mm. To, mm. to the fight trying to get women more inclusive in politics. Okay, all right. So, and, and I haven't said that, um, well, those are the views from the week. But we have a politician in in uh in the studio of course we believe that everybody is a politician one way or the other but we have one active politician in the studio in the presence of the state chairman of the people's redemption party so i'll ask you this uh, question and i believe you're speaking on behalf of political political parties why has it taken parties so long so long to organize their conventions their primaries their everything they're doing Till now, because the timetable came out around was it February 28th, sometime in February, yes. and we knew the deadline. Why has it taken so long that we had to ask for an extension? Well, um, we cannot compare this uh, 2023, uh, the 2023 election mm. with 2019 election. Why, you know, see, really in 2019, is uh, it's, this is. Changing in uh, government. Government, yes. That they are looking, really, maybe they are looking for the, the you know, see, now they are looking for the real people to become, to come to power. So are you saying yeah. fake people have been in power? All no, around? not that the fake people are in power. You know, in 2019, it's Muhammad um, Dubari. Yeah. Uh, is using them for years. Now, including the APC, PDP, and all the 18 political parties now, they are looking for the president that will rule Nigeria. But in that 2019, you know, the the person in power to go for a second time. Go for the second time. Mm. So we cannot compare it with this 20... So do you need, if you're saying because of that, then a party or parties need more than three months to plan. It means that, it doesn't that show the flaw in our parties that they don't have people ready that they could just organize primaries for them to and pick because it seems like parties are watching themselves well not really mm. uh, because the the that's 2019 uh, election yeah 
with uh, this uh, in 2023, you know, there are many changes that they, they that involve in the uh, even the INEC mm. that is not introduced in uh, 2019. So all those things take time, and it give them times to at least to bring to look for the real. The real people. The real people. Okay, so that looking way. at your party now, when is your convention? I know that uh, YPP is starting their convention today. Um, uh, was it the... No, YPP started on the 28th, thereabout. I think, yes, I believe so. And uh, on the 29th, and their primaries, the presidential primaries will be on the 3rd. The National Rescue Movement starts on the 1st, from the 1st to the 3rd. When is your convention? It's, our convention is on the 31st. 31st. So you've done your governorship primaries, you've done your Senate, you've done... We know we've just done the House of Rep, mm-hmm. House of Assembly. So we've never do the... The Senate, Senate and the, and the governors. Governor, yes. All right. So, but if you... We understand that the APC and the PDP, they are like watching, telling each other, trying to see what this person is doing. What is responsible for your delay? Is it funds to organize it? Is it the people you don't have? What is responsible for your delay in putting this together? You know, PRP, uh, cannot, PRP is not like the other party. So, we, PRP, we can see we are talakawas. So, mm. and, you know, and we are looking for the people that will be very fit, that will be, be, that will be okay in the position that they want to go because we believe in redeem this country so that that our belief make us to do whatever we want to do with care so we don't want to rush ourselves mm. so that means as a 2020 if election were to hold in january 2022 would you have a candidate would you have had a candidate to present at that time by the grace of god mm. okay so let, let me go back to my out of station guest and uh you know let me start with you, Doctor um, Mustafa. What makes okay. 2023 election peculiar? Yeah, you see, uh, if you are following the political trends, yes, right from 2019 till now, mm-hmm. right from 2019 election, there's a lot of uh, underground uh, discussions, agreements. You know, um, okay, after the tenure, you know, who succeed, who, who succeed, who, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of promises have been done, which is not uh, something secret. And uh, there's a there's a imagine when I say imagine, say imagine politicians with bags of money mm. who they feel this is their time, you know, and there's some other politicians, like I've said earlier who are aging and mm-hmm. they feel it's high time now to start anointing either their sons or their wives, mm. you know, as some cases maybe and the rest. And uh, if you look at what is happening now, uh, some of these delays in the political party, some of these, uh, last, last week I just came back from Abuja, we had a, we had a serious, serious meeting with INEC chairman, representative of security agency, IGP, uh, NCDC, organized by CDD. Uh, Jiga was there, you know, most of big big were there, yeah. And uh, it took us the whole day. And uh, it, this is the issue we discussed. We, we at the end, all the one of, uh, one of the call for INA not to succumb to Fraser, not to give this visit. But one of the reasons why most of the parties are not prepared or they are not <clears> ready for this is they have spread their nets in this in the river, they are waiting to catch the big fish. Mm. Most of the most of the parties are looking for opportunity where. Some big fish from other party prostrated. Now they will look for alternative. That was some seats, some vacant seats were not uh, were not promised to anybody, you know. Okay. And uh, unfortunately, it's not happening the way they expected. Mm. Even though at cell level, like Kano, there is a lot of uh, that uh, campaign and the campaign. But uh, if you look at the national, many people thought MQ Abiola may likely leave APC. Major maybe PDP, and they are waiting for that opportunity to seize that opportunity. Unfortunately for them, it's not working. And mm. uh, like when Peter Obi left PDP, PDP yes. many 
parties like APC will be thought Peter Obi will, will come and join them now is an added advantage. Mm. Uh, even NMPP, uh, Rabbi Musa Konkoso from Kano is expecting people like Peter Obi will join, come with him so that they put two wages together. But uh, for a reason best known to Peter Obi, he went and took other party. Mm. But this is the uh, this is the good time. I always say this is a good time for smaller parties <coughs> to put their house in order. Mm. This is the good time for smaller parties to be strategic in their approach. Okay. Because because of these delays in political parties, yes, uh, they may end up building wrong candidate or candidate with wrong profile, and uh, the enemy end up rejecting those candidates. Mm. And you may see it may be it may be an advantage to these smaller parties to end up having an uh, 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 winning an election, election uh, yeah. uncontestable. Okay. Meaning, uh, you know, because yeah. the candidate of some of the big parties were rejected by any who are disqualified. Mm. So it is it is very good. And at the same time, it's a good, uh, a lot of citizens I think this franchise. It's a good opportunity for the smaller party to shop for the people. Forget about the de- delegate. If you look at all the political parties in Nigeria, you look at their leadership, their members, how mm-hmm. many percentage are they in Nigeria? You know? So the, still the common man, the citizens are the one doing the election, despite the region and manipulation. You know? But look at what happened in 2015. All when right. the citizens say, no, this is what we want, and they go for it. Okay. When you look at the election of Malin Shekaro in Kano, you know, where Konkoso is a governor and, P, and PDP, he has a presence, he has a 44 local government. But the people say, this is what, are, this is what we want. Yeah. And they stood their ground. Mm-hmm. They are in, 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 in hundreds of thousands. And at the end, the, 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 the idea has no option rather than to allow Shekaro to go for it. To, okay. To it. All right. So, so I think polit- small political parties should be strategic in their approach. Mm. This is very People are tired. People are looking for options. Mm. People are looking for alternatives. Let smaller parties feel credible candidates with credible, with, with, with a good record, you know, good pedigree. Yeah. I'm telling you, people this time will vote individual, not political parties. Okay. Thank you for that. And it's good you talk about the small parties because I had a chat with uh, the um, chairman of NRM, and uh, NRM, uh, that's the National Rescue Movement. Ambassador Isaac Kidozie Ude, and we were saying that quite a number of uh, politicians have approached them to get tickets for their parties, but they are not interested in that. They want to field younger people who can handle Nigeria. But now, let me go to you, um, <coughs> Kulelawal. Do you think, in your view, that uh, looking at Peter Obi's defection, I'm going to ask you two questions in one. Um, looking at Peter Obi's defection, do you feel that it is a right move? Um, what do you think will be the outcome of it? And narrow that down uh, with uh, or to the talk you had about women being molested or abused in Cross River and compare that with Asha to Dahiru Binani's win in Adamawa State, taking over outdoing Nuhuru Badu, who a lot of people I thought was, was going to win it hands down, outdoing the former governor. What is happening? So the Peter Obi and uh, I Shatu's uh, victory. So, so for me, um, I think um, Peter's move is to consolidate the fact he really wants to run for president. Now, will that will that win turn to a win? Um, that's yet to be seen. Um, it's going to be a long month. That for the first time in Nigeria, post the primaries, we're going to have nine months for people to campaign. That is usually three or four months. So um, it will be up to Peter Obi, Labour Party, to send a signal that this, some things need to be done. Um, that said, um, I can't say whether it's a good move or a bad move. I would say, uh, do I sense an implosion in the APC and, or, and the PDP post their primaries? I will say yes. Um, will Labour Party win? I cannot answer that question. Um, only Nigerians can. And that's all I'll be able to say for now on that matter. And now going to um, um, the win by yeah, Aisha uh, to Dahiru Binani. Aisha yeah. in Adama. Yeah. Yeah, she was against Anu uh, Ribadu, the former governor of Buni. And um, she apparently had put her work on ground. She's done a lot of things. But like I said, that, that when I mentioned the issue in Cross River, I'm very, very conversant with what's going on in Cross River State, and especially within its APC. 
which is why I mentioned that being the state the woman leader is from, it shouldn't have been a state in which women were beaten in at mm. primaries. Um, by beating, I don't mean beating by votes. I mean physically beating, and which is why I mentioned that. I, I, I would always say something, uh, and this is a personal opinion, no offense. But I've also always considered Northern women to be more, and this is not any slight against North or South. Uh, you know that I come from both, both regions. Uh, I have bloodlines across both regions. So um, I've always thought um, Northern women more politically savvy. Um, I think um, South women are ready to be arguing who is, who is praying for husband or not and not actually dealing in a, a game of politics because it's it's sad that going down to the south um inclusion has not really been as it's supposed to be and um we expect more and i expect more in 2023 i just look forward to you know even the forms where like i find it funny uh women got forms for almost free but they were not allowed to even attend the primaries or even win the primaries hmm. so in the end what have we done we just gave them four pieces of paper at a cheap price and made them feel happy and then circumvented the entire process of, of politics and inclusion so it's it's really sad i know that most parties will not hit the 35 percent mark hmm. which we all feel should be inclusive uh i i, I feel there's a lot more to do in that sector I feel that we can't use one person's work mm-hmm. to justify a full change. Yeah. Uh, we already have a sitting deputy governor in Kadna State that's female. You know, we can't be using such wins and saying women have moved forward. It's not just not good enough. Okay. All right. I like that. That we shouldn't say, okay, we have a deputy governor in Lagos. We've had that, I think, once or twice as well in Lagos. So, well, I, I agree with you in that regard. But now, still talking politics and uh, these uh, activities, there seems to be, uh, this week, the, the generational politics, transfer of power from sons to do- from fathers to sons, fathers to daughters, uh, vying for posts and all that, really happened a lot this week. And... Uh, of course, we heard of the Okoas, the Boris, Sule Lamidos, and even Sunny Abacha's son, Mohammed Abacha, got the ticket for uh, PDP in Kano State. Since we're talking Kano, let's come to you, um, Mustafa <laughs> Mohammed. What what's what's with this uh, generational politics? Is it a plot for our politics? Is it a minus? Are we trying to behave like uh, the Americans that have the Bush dynasty, the Judge Kennedy, the Kennedy dynasty and the likes? Yeah, thank you very much. You see, uh, this issue of uh, family politics started from the time of uh, Garrison Commander, uh, if I may recall. If you, uh, the former PDP chairman, Ahmadu Ali, Mm. when he anointed his wife to be a senator from the state and uh but you know uh there's the water will take you all a bit mm-hmm. in any type in in in, in, in life you know there, there's time for everything mm. and when it's your time it's your time when your time is is is, is aging out uh, you must give way for the younger one uh we're not saying uh uh, bringing your son or whatever to contest is wrong or is bad, but are they qualified? This, do they have the credential? Mm. You know what? What have they brought to the table before? What What have they done? Which will qualify them for that position? That, those are some of the questions we need to interrogate. We need to ask. You know, uh, one. Secondly, many people felt that now if they allow others to take over. Now there will be a problem. A problem in the sense that they may be they may, their record, their influence may be faced out. Okay. That's why they felt they can bring their children. But they forgot what happened in Kwara. You know, why I let uh Sarakia bless memory, mm-hmm. bring his son, you know, to come and contest for the governor. And he contested for the governor for eight years. And after eight years, the father said, Okay, this is whom I want to succeed you. My sister and he said no they they separated this one took his party and that was it so it's not it's not uh, uh business as usual you told one it is your son yeah he will always and if he's lucky to be successful mm-hmm. he'll always go on uh, uh, uh whatever you dictate him as a godfather you know it, it doesn't work like that and 
coming back to the issue of uh, Aisha that yes. you have uh, raised the other time, you see, Aisha is a senator. Mm-hmm. And I always say, uh, politicians who have vision, they need to work around their mission. Mm. This woman, she's very strategic. She knows what she's aiming. Even though she's in a patriarchal society, but she works at grassroots. She works at the politi- politi- uh, political leader at both grassroots mm-hmm. and, and uh, even the delegate. It is a long-term relationship she built. You know, uh, with, and you know our people here, apart from the money politics, they yeah. think we, they consider. For instance, uh, if you're in constant touch with them, they feel highly honored. For instance, there's a, there's a, uh, his wife gave a bath. You send some gift, or you are there physically. And mm-hmm. one of these days, to me, or he lost somebody in the family. You came to condole yeah, physically. Well. Mm-hmm. You know all this. You know those kind of relationship you build it with time. There's a time that if money that will not work, even if the money were issued out, the people will consider your relationship. How long have you? Mm. Uh, how long have you? Uh, You've been with them, you know. Okay. No, this is very, very important. But if you look at some of the position today, the desperation they thought money is everything. Okay, I can buy one million, one million uh, naira uh, form. Uh, that one million naira you are buying from, if I didn't been two years back, you are able to spread the one million in your constituency. Mm. You have done some charitable work in the constituency, assist the needy, do so well, you know, renovate some school, you know. So uh, it's all about playing system. politics those the right are, way. Those, those are some of the things that endear <clears throat> the public. Okay. Because the public are not interested in buying, you are buying from 100 million, 50 million. What have you done to our children? Okay. And that, that, right. is why, that is why you see this woman, she's able to have an offer. These are people whom she cannot rub shoulder with. Mm. But look at how she come and defeat their hands and down. Them. Yeah, and, and, and what you said is very critical because really, if you look at the Senate... I can count how many times I've heard her name be mentioned in the Senate. So she's not, like you said, she's not a very loud politician that I hear about every time, yet she pulled this off. No, so, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying in Senate. I'm saying her constituency. Yeah, no, I'm saying, this, I'm just... People, no, I'm saying people, that... They have, they yeah. have disconnect mm. with their constituency. No, I understand you. I'm, I'm even it's adding to that. I'm adding to that oh, to okay. say that. Oh, okay. Even in addition to that, that yeah. she, yeah. like you said, is better to connect with the grassroots exactly. than go to the National yeah. Assembly and make all the noise. Because whatever you're doing as a senator, you are representing a people, a, your constituent. Good. You know, and, and that me, is key. Let, let me go to Kule Lawal briefly here. Okay, Ku- give me just a minute. Okay, Let go me ahead. show you some political... Uh, tricks which is not working now. Okay. Uh, uh, the River State Governor mm. is contested for presidency, and uh, in the past, he has no any connection with Northerners. He has no any connection with Kano and other things. Mm. But now that he wants to contest, he's coming to Kano. Meet with the governor that he insulted in the past. That he still money this, this and that. Mm. Look at what me I met you now. Uh, anywhere he's going, you see Bobadiga and the turban in his head. I mm-hmm. see he's an imam. You know, this political trade doesn't work now. It doesn't work. People are enlightened. Civil society organizations are doing a lot of work to create awareness to sensitize people. You know, what have you done? What is your connection with the people you want to rule as a president? If you know you are looking for presidency, what have steps have you put forward for the first three to four years? Mm. Connecting with other, a lot of the killings have taken place in so-called in northwest, in northeast, in north central. What did central. you say? What have you done? Mm. You know, have you even go there to con- condole them? Mm. What support have you given to the victims? These are something that will dare you long, to long way before even All the right. time for you. In okay. fact, it's the people that will be saying, "Ah, this is our man." Mm. Because when this happened to us, he came. He was here for us. He came. He, he, he did this to us. All right. But no. Okay. So, no. so I, I guess, uh, uh, Mohammed, what you've just told us, now, and I think uh, my politician in the studio, she will pay for <laughs> this because this is politics one hundred and one. You've just given them. This is a good lecture on how to win elections, maybe probably 2027. Uh, it's not just about, uh, you know, trying to do last-minute uh, fraternity. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. All right. So we're taking another short break. And when we come back, we'll come to uh, Lawa. I'd like you to look at um, Aisha Banini still. Does this mean, with the connection she has with the grassroots, can this end her 
uh, victory for APC in Anabao Adamawa come 2023. This is Lagos Talks at 1.3 FM. Taking this short break, we will be right back. Saturday morning breakfast show. Three Invest invites you to the 10th edition of Real Estate Unite Conference, Exhibition and Awards, scheduled to hold on May the 30th to the 31st at the Eco Convention Center, Lagos. Theme towards its sustainable culture. By 2050, two-thirds of us will live in cities. Rising sea levels will erase more cities. Therefore, for inclusive economic growth and shared prosperity, the built environment must plan, design, and manage more resilient and sustainable communities. Be part of the gathering of over a thousand active real estate companies and stakeholders as we meet, learn, and address the global challenges and encourage the built environment in Africa to embrace climate tech, sustainability, and ESG standards and help the UN achieve the sustainable development goals relating to the built sector. To register, visit www.realestateunite.com. Real Estate Unite, the largest real estate event in Africa. You need money, rent money, business money, rent money, school fees money, rent money, anything money, rent money, house rent money, rent money, money to hold money, rent money, want to invest your money, rent money, anything money, rent money. For personal or business loans or to earn great interest on your savings, visit rentmoney.com or call 0700-5500. Need money? Rent money. From kickoff to crescendo to the crunchy tackles, the raging dribbles. Catch all there is in the English Premier League. Right here where EPL breathes. Lagos Talks, the home of the EPL. Exclusive official partners of the EPL. Excellence. From the center of excellence. This is Lagos Talks 91.3. Saturday morning breakfast show. Yes, Saturday morning breakfast show. And uh, we are live in the studio. Lagos Talks Night 1.3 FM. This is the... Conversation, the segment we're in now, we're on till 10 o'clock. We're discussing politics, events that happen around us, activities that are happening in Nigeria. This weekend is politically charged. Almost every party, at least as of yesterday, almost every party is having a convention or primaries or something going on this weekend. But following INEC's decision yesterday, this might change for some people. We're still waiting for feedback, getting some updates, see if PDP will still go ahead with this convention today or maybe later on today there'll be an announcement that has been postponed until when and for what reasons. But these are things we're still exploring. We'll come back to the INEC decision in like two or three minutes. But before then, let's uh, hear from uh, Kunle Lawal regarding uh, Aishat Benini's victory. Can she wrestle power for... APC in Adamawa State. Now, um, thank you very much. Now, uh, in my perspective, I must quickly say at this point that um, Adamawa, with the, uh, I think, the strongest political figure in Adamawa remains um, Alajia Tukwabaka, yes. uh, which is, which is a, it is attempt towards presidency. It will weaken his strength on the state. That's natural because you're expanding your power federally. So she has a good opportunity there because she'll be concentrating on hitting the federal, if given the the PDP presidential ticket. So it means um, she would have uh, an ability to be able to maneuver because um, the big lion will be looking at the cake in Abuja instead of focusing on Adama State, uh, Adama State while he's campaigning federally. And this is not to say that um, Haji Aisha does not have a lot of work to do. It's just stating that there's an opportunity within the crack, and if she takes it, she would be Nigeria's first female democratically elected government. All right. And uh, having said that, now let's look a bit at the INEX last-minute decision yesterday. Uh, let me come to the studio um, to my guest, the state chairman of the People's Redemption Party. How did you receive the news yesterday? Was it a pleasant news? Was it... Uh, 
distasteful? Were you shocked? Were you expecting it? How was the news? How did you receive it? Well, that's yesterday when I heard the news, mm. I'm very, very shocked because we have off, we have prepared everybody down for the primary that yesterday. But unfortunately, when I received the message, I started distribute the message to my people. This is what I heard from the national. Yes. So what do we do then? There's nothing we can do because without national, it's national that make us so. And this is the decision of INEC. So we are waiting. So, <laughs> so it means that a lot because of that decision, some of your primaries were the dates for some of it were changed. Yes, yeah, yesterday because of that decision, some of our primary changed. Okay. Which one was meant to come up yesterday? So the only one that come up yesterday is uh, uh, Alimo Show, mm. the House of uh, 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 House of Rep and uh, House of Assembly. Okay. Even at Ogunsi yesterday, they have to take another letter back to the INEC mm. because of the decision of INEC yesterday. So okay. it's a shock. This is on that yesterday. So, but we 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 we, didn't, we, are, we, are, we never expected that it mm. would happen like that. Okay, all right. So let me get back to you, uh, Dr. Uh, Muhammad Mustafa. Muhammad, and uh, how did you receive the news yesterday? Well, uh, like some of us who have been following the turn of thing, we know that uh, hardly, hardly any will be able to resist the pressure. Mm. You know, yeah, hardly, even though IPAC was used to champion the request, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we know where the request is coming from. Where is it coming <laughs> <You> from? <know? laughs> <laughs> but uh, we know where the request Please is coming from. Please share with us. My listeners want to <laughs> so, know. How high up is the request? It's the, AP, the APC. Mm. It's not a hidden story. It's the APC, the ruling party. You know, if it take it for if it is the smaller parties who are demanding for this request, no matter the pressure, I never know ships. Mm. Let's be realistic, isn't it? But because uh, uh, Yabagi as the uh, uh, IPAC chairman is pushing for this, but you don't see the IPAC things, you know, there's big listen behind, and uh, it came as a surprise, as a shock, because despite that, Professor Mahmoud in confidence. Keep telling Nigerian that he will not succumb to pressure, but unfortunately, at the end, and this is setting a bad precedence because uh, no matter the time you get to volition, no matter the space you get, they will still act for more, if not for this yeah. in future. Mm -hmm. And you have set a precedence, and in future, if another INEC chairman come with another uh, set of addition, uh, the politician will use this. Uh, in so, so 2023 election, this has been done. Why won't you do it now? Mm. And this is the this is the issue. It will be affecting the timetable and planning of INE. You All need right. to be you need to be very very strict as 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 INE. That's why they are called independent mm. independent National Electoral Commission. Meaning that they are, they are they are they are restricted and they should be independent so that nobody will temper. With their, with their, with their, with their, their decisions plan, program and, and other things. But All they right. accept this. They accept. And, the, and during the meeting with CDD in Abuja mm -hmm. last week, what the Yabagi IPAC chairman was saying, when the INEC is planning for this, they, they didn't consult them. Even though INEC uh, consulted them in most of their planning, but planning, for yeah. this, they didn't consult them. And they are the stakeholders, they are the ones to implement this mm -hmm. and that. But that's not a reason. All right, that but would you has constitutional power to do whatever know, they to want this, to do exactly to make and, the and elections go well. and they, they give you enough notice? Okay, yeah, since February. All right, Kulelawa, would you say um, IPAC played a fast one because uh, you know initially they had asked for was it thirty seven days to sixty days, then later on seeing that the way things were going, they wouldn't get it. They came back and said, you know what, we just want some days. I mean, according to the reason. For which uh, which I gave, we just want some days to be able to tighten and clean up all the appeals and everything to make this thing work. Do you think that's a good reason to shift, or how would you rate the, I mean, the move of IPAC in this? You know, I haven't been a former member of IPAC in my time as um, 
National Public Secretary of Coa Party. Um, I understand the way IPAC works. Okay. So, um, you know, we have a popular phrase that was captured on on a, on um, channels TV, if I can mention them, who is okay. the president's. So I'm mm. going to ask who is IPAC. Of course, you should understand that the bigger <laughs> force wanted it. IPAC wants a lot of things, but the only things that happen is what the ruling party wants. And we all know that mm. that's what occurred. So um, if that's if we're going to be honest with ourselves, but if we want to paint a picture that where IPAC is the one who sold the message, then it's okay, IPAC sold the message. Mm. If that's what we want to choose to believe. To believe as a, um, as a people. Yeah. And, and um, for me, uh, I think um, the APC not being uh, unfair to them, uh, they actually needed the time. I know they are probably having a migraine right now on how they are. But why, if, if I may come in here, because we need to wrap up in like 30 seconds, why would they need time? They were, they were given the same timetable as every other person. And they have the same party, uh, what is it called? Uh, is it architecture or structure? Just conduct elections. Why would they need time? They have money, 100 million naira forms sold. So, what's the need of the time? 100 million naira forms sold to 21 people. Exactly. That make 0.1 billion. Mm-hmm. Um, the party is going to implode. Let me just be honest with you. They're just trying to delay its implosion, but the party will eventually implode. That wow. you can take to the bar. That's a prophecy from you there. All right, we need to draw the curtains here, and uh, we probably will need to do this again next week because we haven't even touched on the defections and the, the, the you, parallel, you know, the parallel, uh, uh, what's it called, yeah. uh, primaries that are happening. Banky W is mm. there. What the mm. feedback we're getting is that by Monday, 31st March, mm. is actually, May, mm-hmm. is actually the official day that the announcement for the winner of the primary is meant to be made. So, Fingers crossed. Let's see who will be announced. Is it Banky W? Is it Sam Iboni? But we might need to have you back next week to discuss this. Thank you so much for joining us. Dr. Mustafa uh, Mohamed Yahya. Thank you for having me around. Great. And uh, Kulelawa from Abuja. Thank you for being there for us. A pleasure, Kadi. Any day. All right. And uh, Mr. Um, Mustafa, uh, Alaji Mustafa. Moshud Adekule, thank you also for coming. Though you came in late today, but at least your first appearance on our program. All right, uh, listeners, thank you you for being a part of this. We'll bring you the best like we always promise every time. And next week, we will be doing a take two of this, probably during the week, whenever. We just know that anything politics, anything information, if you want to take the right decision on your political move, this is the station to listen to. My name is Olua Kaide. This has been The Conversation. Remember, The Conversation continues on WhatsApp on 0809-234-5913. Also join us on Twitter at LagosTalks913. You can also engage me at I am IPOSU. I'll be back at 11 with Emmanuel Odeemi, The Corridors. We're bringing you, we're discussing education, and we're bringing you the chairman of the special committee on the rehabilitation of public schools right here in Lagos. Keep listening to Lagos Talks 913.